Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the show that's all about having a great time in the most beautiful place in the world, Cape Cod, USA. Americ Williams, Mung is here. Whoop. Greg is here. Hello. Taryn is here. Hi. Oh, we got a big show, big, big, gigantic show. We got to get right to it. Let's take a look at the weather forecast, the all-important weather forecast for the Cape Cod. And islands coming into what? Roughly the 11th and 12th of August. Full on summer. And summer keeps on rolling according to the national weather forecast for Friday. Sunny with a high near 85. Saturday partly sunny with a high near 80. And Sunday it's going to be mostly cloudy with a high near 80 though still. And the heat rolls on. Any comments about this insane heat wave monk? Oh, man, it's just brutal. In fact, I just bought a piece of a glacier on Amazon.com. I've been using it as my bed, and there's nothing like a good iceberg pillow. <laughs> now, I got to say, I don't have air conditioning at my house in Wellfleet, and usually I'm fine with that. I want to be tough like the old timers, those jerky, tough old timers who laughed at the heat. And they just went on where sweat was a welcome and salty condiment to life on Cape Cod. But I find myself now wavering, weakening, cracking. I want air conditioning. Do you guys have air conditioning? I have air conditioning. It's actually so cold where I live and it's so hot outside that our front door lock stopped working because there was so much condensation that got in the lock. It was insane. That sounds deliciously cool. And Greg, I hear you've been leaving your AC on all day even when you and the missus aren't home in the house. For the cats. (laughs) Our cats, our two cats, they're long-haired cats. They're Maine Coon cats. They love air conditioning. They hate the heat. It's so sad watching them on the floor just uh, laid out going, oh my god, it's so hot. And so you give them regular cool sponge baths, is that true? <laughs> yeah, we hose them down sometimes. Oh, Did man. Did you know that it's International Cat Day? <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah. Meow. meow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. fantastic. Greg, what do you do on International Cat Day? Uh, shave a cat? Do you get one of those Maine Coon cats and shave it so it's nice and short for the summer? That's actually a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Or you have two, right? Do it yes. to one. See how it works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds nice. Uh, I've been living on fan power, and, you know, there's something kind of weird. Like, last night I had two fans blasting uh, in the bedroom, but it's it's so loud. It's like you're inside a jet engine, and all night long I'm having airplane dreams. Like, no, jump off the wing. Don't jump off the wing. It's so noisy and crazy. <laughs> I don't think I'm sleeping well. I think I'm at the edge here. It's been so hot in my house. It rarely gets below 80 degrees. Can I tough it out? Yikes. Uh, I think you can. I'm not a fan of fans. It's just blowing hot air around. No. Mm. Much like you, 
among as you appear on the show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, let's check the tides. Looks like a good tide weekend for beaching it on Cape Cod. Basically, your high tides are running around uh, 11, 12, and 1 p.m. on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday stretch. You get your middle-of-the-day high tides, which means sort of getting into the later afternoon. You do have the chance to enjoy a low tide, which could lead to the great troika, the triangle, the three-play of Cape Water experiences, a swim in the ocean, in the bay. And in the pond, the threefer. Who's ever done Whoa. it? Oh, I've uh, done the triumvirate. Ponds, no. <laughs> no ponds, Greg? Why not? They're kind of gross. Oh, I, boy. I always worry about snapping turtles. You know, the, that mungy, icky, Look, he's, gooey, he's maligning you, I'm, Mung. I'm icky. Gooey, gooey Why stuff. Why would you say that about on, him? On, on, you, know, uh, you know, underneath all that water. There could be mm. leeches, too. Oh, leeches, yeah. No, we're just kidding. There's plenty of nice cape ponds that are nice and clean and fresh and crisp. The Chamber of Commerce is listening, and you guys are talking about <laughs> leeches? <laughs> we got Big Cliff Pond in Brewster. That's a nice pond. Nice pond. A lot but of nice like a giant bath, you know? Yeah. Things the are just water is around. so warm right now. It, it is very warm. It's warm out in the ocean, though. But doing the three fur is one of the most exciting things in the world. Yeah. Usually I'll yeah. start at the ocean, get kind of chilly, a little boogie boarding. Then on the way back, you jump in a pond. I know you're not supposed to because you have salt on you, but everyone always says, go wash off. And then the bay is always the last on the mm. platter. Yeah. When it's that like a high triathlon. Rolls in. Oh, it's tough. Yeah, it's a Cape Cod triathlon. We only have to travel about a mile in Wellfleet to do that, though. And that is the sign of a perfect Cape Cod day when you go swimming in all water bodies. So I urge you to try that sometime. Do you like Do you like run the, the course between those three? Do you drive? <laughs> I drive and I turn the air conditioning on in my car, which is the only place I have air conditioning. So I've been looking forward to every trip that I have to make, long or short just to crank that and like live That's like a funny. normal person briefly while I roll along. Folks, we got a lot on this program today. It's almost too much. It's a cornucopia of love and joy. Mm-hmm. Let's start with a couple of news items that have just uh, sort of splashed down in the last couple days. I don't know if you guys saw this, the video of shark researcher Greg Scomo out on the pulpit. That's that projection balcony oh. thing in the front of a boat. He's out there doing some kind of scientific doodad stuff. And all of a sudden, a great white jumps up right underneath him as he's suspended out over the boat. And it looks like it wants to eat the guy. He just sort of deftly lifts up his rubber boot and says, yo, yo, that's insane. It was incredibly uh, cool video to watch. Yeah, it was. Um, but a little scary out there, you know, when a great white shark jumps right under your feet. Man, it was very Jaws-esque. And you think if it was just a little bit bigger, it could have gone right around the metal, grabbed him. Mm-hmm. What if he was sitting there at the end and he took his boots off and he's maybe cutting his toenails oh, like scientists God. will do <laughs> when they're out on these research vessels? What if his toes and his feet were just <laughs> dangling off the edge of the pulpit? And he's like, doot, 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 chomp, chomp, baby. Oh, dear. Good. <laughs> no feet. That would be bad. It would be a shark appetizer. Oh, man. So it's been a summer of sharks, and that was the craziest sort of video moment of the summer. But Greg Scomel, he's brave. He laughs at that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The shark guru, Greg Scomel. Oh, he's a pro. He's, prob- he's probably used to it. You don't think he has dreams later on? Like, I'm on the pulpit. Oh, and he's always, like, twitching in bed while these sharks are like... <laughs> they probably know who he is by now, because he's probably poked and prodded a bunch of them out there. Oh, well, yeah, I think... <laughs> They're seeking revenge. There's Scomo. Let's get him. Mm, he looks delicious. No, later in the day, he tagged a shark, and I was wondering if it was the same one, but I don't know. That would be pretty ballsy if he went and was like, <laughs> I'm like, still going to tag got you. Got you. <laughs> you got nothing. Well, that, that, sharks, uh, the problem is they're too small, right? The, the, the sharks that we see around 
around Cape Cod. They're just too small. 20 feet, uh, you know, whatever. That's kind of too small. Uh, <laughs> what we need is a giant super shark to really sort of stir things up and, and get a new news cycle going. Luckily, there's a movie coming out about some monster super shark. It's called The Meg. I don't know why. Maybe the full name is Margaret the Shark. Does anyone, <laughs> anyone know why this is called The Meg? What is this thing about? Anyone have any idea? Oh, you better believe it. This is about Megalodon, the ancient monster shark, which was like a hundred times bigger than all the sharks that we see. This was a monster now, when you say from ancient, millions of years ago. Oh, it's not around now, or do you know? Oh, maybe the 70s. <laughs> I can tell you the plot. A deep-sea submersible, part of an international undersea observation program, has been attacked by a massive creature previously thought to be extinct. It's the Megalodon, a giant shark that can swallow school buses and airplanes and, and buses and the Pilgrim Monument in Provincetown. That's its toothpick. <laughs> My God. That's a big shark. That's huge. Now, what's scarier, a 20-foot shark or a Megalodon? Because that's just going to swallow you whole, right? Or it's going to chew you? Or yeah, what? that's like slow death or instant death. Like, what do you want? <laughs> you tell us, Taryn, have your choice, a 20-foot shark or a I, Megalodon? You know what? I would take the 20-foot. Like, I want a chance. I'm, I'm messed up like that. I want a chance to get away. I want a chance to fight. But isn't there a chance if you're swallowed whole, you'd be inside there with a bunch of other people, you're playing <laughs> cards and you're lighting candles and maybe it sneezes you out or something like that? Greg, how would you get out of a Megalodon? <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to get at its stomach somehow to All right. sort of like sort of like make it. So you're going Ill. you're going deeper down make in it, through the uh, intestines yeah. and you're working the inside job to make it like upchuck. Are you hoping to get excreted or uh, <laughs> no upchuck? Your... Up upchuck. You want to go out the front door? I want to go through the mouth. I got gotcha. you. Well, no one wants to go out the back door. <laughs> That's gross. Well, I mean, if you got out, would it be gross. so bad? Oh boy. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot that do you have to go through a lot of intestines and stuff to get out there. Maybe that's a simple kind of uh, sort of animal. Maybe there's just one pipeline and you're just blasted right out. Maybe, maybe. Next thing you know, you're maybe. back on the beach saying, oh man, that you is, guys would not believe what so happened to fun. me. And where's my boogie board? So odd things happening in the water, some facts, some fiction. Uh, one of the craziest stories ever uh, was just what? A couple days ago, we've got a whale watch out of Barnstable Harbor. They chug up through the bay and they end up in that good whale watching area just sort of off of Provincetown heading towards Stellwagen, Stellwagen Bank, <laughs> uh, where there's been uh, lots of good whale action and dolphin action and porpoise action. And apparently a mile north of Race Point or so, one of the naturalists is looking out there and all of a sudden people start saying there's a snake in the water. There's a snake in the water. This is a mile out to sea. And not just Cape Cod Bay, kind of like almost the open ocean and it looks like it was identified as some kind of hoggy snake town what was the deal with that all right so it was an eastern hognose snake and um at first the the whale watch naturalist she was like there's no way it's got to be an eel or something and then she went and looked at it and you know she took pictures and stuff and it was obviously a snake and the eastern hognose snake is on cape cod just like doing its thing all the time but they're not usually in the water i think since 1920 i talked to a uh this uh, a guy who specializes in these snakes and he gave me like four examples of when they've been in the water but you know since 1920 and it was pretty crazy so he thinks that it got a little hot 
Snake went in for a little dip, maybe got pulled in by the current, and that is how she got there. So that sna- that was a female snake? He believes so from the picture. Wow. wow. And it was swimming around. It wasn't just floating like dead snake. It was like... No, it was swimming. It's had its uh, head up, like... I'm going. Yeah. Here I go. Mm-hmm. Heading for Plymouth or Boston or Look something. This freaks me out to the so core. Sick. But I think they're pretty harmless. The guy was saying, at least. He was like... Harmless. He thinks they're beautiful creatures. You're swimming in the water. What? Maybe you got your mask and snorkel on, your full face mask like uh, Mung and I use, and you see a four foot snake swim up to you. That's harmless? No, that's shock and terror and nightmares forever. (laughs) What if it wraps around my neck as I'm lolling around? it's, It's likely that that specific snake will actually play dead. Yeah. That's what you do, Mung, right? In the water? <laughs> I'm doing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's cr- I think that's almost scarier than a shark. I mean, you know what you're yes. dealing with with a shark? Yes. A snake is unpredictable. They probably have fangs and things like that, right? And Well, let's ask Greg, would you rather be excreted by a megalodon? <laughs> Not back to this. Or a hog butt. What's it called? Hog nose. Hog nose. Hog nose. <laughs> I choose the hognose snake. Eric. They swallow things whole. It's probably a pretty quick experience. That's right. <laughs> Burst right out of that thing. You get right through. Great jellyfish, really sharks. Now we have snakes to worry no, about in the want, water. You want to hear something scary? When I was in Costa Rica, there were these sea snakes, and the person I was with was a bit of a hypochondriac, and so he was just like, "It's gonna get me. It's gonna get me." He looked up a bunch of stuff, and where these specific snakes will. Bite you is like in between your fingers on that weird like webby part of your fingers. So literally, I was just Why? swimming Why with my hands and toes. Why do they like just, that? I don't know because their mouths are so small that that's the only spot they can get you. Like it's so thin between your fingers. Are they venomous or are they just uh, oh, carnivorous? Yeah. Oh yes. No, like you will. You will. I don't want to say die. I don't know. I mean, what like, happens so, to you? Right. I don't know. This research you've done is excellent, Jared. What will happen? <laughs> I think venomous. I stopped. I stopped like reading after that because you know. Then what do you do? Do you just stop swimming? Speaking of unexpected bites, this is a, a, a quick aside. During the deluge uh, of the past weekend, an incredible rainstorm on Cape Cod. I was marooned in the spirit shop. I was getting some beer. So I was talking to this guy who works uh, in some produce aisle of some store on the Cape, and he told me a story about a guy unpacking bananas. Something bites him on the finger. He's in the back of a truck. Spider. Something bites him. Oh, a spider? I'm like, is it a spider? He's like, now nah, he gets spiders all the time. This tarantula's all over the place in the produce world. I didn't know about that. So this guy, all of a sudden, his hand starts swelling up, and this guy tells me his finger split like a hot dog on a grill. Oh, come on. So they take him to Mass General or some, you know, highbrow hospital and stuff and after hours and hours they diagnose a mongoose bite. What? A mongoose in the back of a banana truck. Who would have thought that mongoose are like venomous? Maybe it just got infected. My God. Bit by a mongoose. Maybe it was just a fake story during a rainstorm but it got my attention. (laughs) So watch the webby snake chewers and the mongoose. They're out there. They're everywhere. It's ill-advised did to you, reach did your you say, hand. Did you say mongoose? Mongoose. It's plural, isn't oh, it? Mung, mongoose. Mongoose. Oh, yeah. Half mung, half goose. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, uh, it's certainly ill-advised to stick your hand into a box of bananas that you don't know. And also ill-advised to launch into this next segment here on the show which I have nothing to do with and is sure to be a gigantic disaster. I want to divorce myself of the proceedings right away. It's called the Cape Cod Bucket List segment. Our lightning round. Oh, yeah. And so the idea here 
is that we're just going to go around the room, mention a Cape Town, and give us a bucket list item of something fun to do. This is tough. Summer's winding down. There's not much time. There's a lot of towns. Hmm. Are you all ready to play Cape Cod bucket list lightning round? I'm not, but here we go. Let's begin. <laughs> With the town of Bourne, the town of Bourne, let's throw it out to the general populace. Bourne, what's something to do on your bucket list in Bourne? Oh, I've got a good one, and it is so simple and so free. This is what I want to do before the summer ends, and it's just simple canal watching. Going down, finding a good spot in Bourne, sitting at the canal, go in the evening, catch some good uh, sunset. One of the hottest places is Bell Road down there. Awesome spot right under the railroad bridge, and you can see all sorts of cool vessels that come through the canal. Now, just kind of chill out, pack a picnic, uh, download this app that a lot of people get. It's called Marine Traffic. It's only five bucks, but it's one of the coolest apps out there. It'll show you all the vessels that are coming in and out, cruise ships, awesome photo potential. Love canal watching. Boy, Mung delivers wow. on the born right there. That's, That's deeply impressive, Mung. <laughs> and if you get to see the railroad bridge go up or down, that is an awesome bucket list thing. Mm-hmm. That is an amazing and beautiful bridge right there. Oh, yeah. The end of Bell Road in Bourne. I'll call you move on to the town of Falmouth. We won't know anything about Falmouth, so we won't even include it in our bucket list unless oh someone someone might know something. I have something in Falmouth, and this this one this one is going to shock you for obvious reasons. Okay, Quizzet Harbor in Falmouth is one of the most beautiful harbors on Cape Cod. It really is. Yes. Wait a second, but that's where the knob is. Okay, but let me tell you what and you can do And you've expressed some anti-knob sentiment on this very program. Okay, let me tell you what's positive, and then I'll say what's negative. The positive is Quizzet Harbor is one of those beautiful harbors on Cape Cod. You'd agree with that. I would agree. Beautiful. So, uh, uh, what I used to do years ago was I used to go down there and eat my lunch in the parking lot, but you have Aww. to turn your car around so you can see the harbor and you eat your lunch. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. The bad part about Quizzet Harbor is the knob, which I don't like. But what? What the knob is? Van- You're the knob actually is the using good that thing. as a negative. I just don't. I don't like the knob. He's it's the a, least obvious person on Cape Cod. It's overrated. Um, I, I think it's got one of the most beautiful views. It's a pleasant little walk. The structure of the knob itself is amazing. It looks like Alcatraz or something like that. It's this giant rock jutting out with a beautiful viewing area with a 270-degree super water view, including your Quisset Harbor. It isn't that high, though, really. I mean... Wait, I You're wanna, high. I want to add one more thing to the Falmouth train because I don't know that many towns Choo-choo. here. But when I was younger, when my family would be in Falmouth a lot, we did often go for a quick stroll through Spore Gardens, you know? Oh, yes. Yeah. I love, love Spore Gardens. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool, yeah, cool. I added something nice. Yeah, they, they have an they, anchor they, collection, they've too. An- they've got anchors. They've got flowers. Yeah. Beautiful water view. Yeah, good one. It's, Spore just, it's a it's quick like a, little thing. It's free, right? It's Yeah, it's oh, free yeah. to walk around. It's like, yeah, like a hidden gem. We love yeah. to share some hidden gems here at the Cape Cod Fun Show. Spore Gardens, S P O H R. Is I that right? So yeah. Yes. Exactly. You've, you've always yes. got you've roosted down there many times, Mom. Oh yes, yes. That's Sporing out, sporing down at the gardens. Well, I will also say if you want to try something you'll never have again, probably you can go to Bill and Ben's Ice Cream on Main Street and try the lobster ice cream, what? which is a one of a kind, quizzically awesome, strange, weird, hmm. maybe good. 
kind of cream and lobster chunks on a cone mm. or in a dish. But is it really expensive? Well, I think the best thing to do is go and ask to taste it. Mm. Maybe get one chunk and then order something else yeah. immediately to sort of wash the flavor away. But come on, lobster ice cream? That's that, a bucket list. That is totally. Sure. That's a one-timer. Well, we did pretty well with foul with people. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's move it's on to... It's only downhill from here. Mashpee, where you live, Taryn, during the summer as the intern here at the Cape Cod Times Digital Squad World. Uh, Mashpee, uh, Mashpee's curious. I can throw something out there. It's going to go into South Cape Beach sort of way, mm. which is one of the finest sunset beaches <laughs> on Cape Cod. I remember, Mung, we were out there for a story one time, and we met a couple who uh, made a practice of going all around the Cape to see sunsets in different spots, and they raved about the South Cape Beach sunset. Oh, yeah. They said they went there frequently, almost every day, didn't they? I, I believe they had a cocktail. <laughs> Each had a cocktail in their hands. I want to yeah. be them. Great spot in the evening. You see people fishing off the shore, silhouettes mm. of those folks trying to catch those fish. South Cape Beach also offers the Dreamy. Dead Neck Trail, which I think mm. is a lovely trail that goes off the parking lot there mm. uh, at South Cape Beach and, and goes inland a little bit along some of those really salty, strange ponds filled with jellyfish and stuff. Ooh. And it brings you out to the breakwater there. And that is a, a lovely walk. Mashpee, I got to throw in Lowell Holly because it shares, Mashpee and Sandwich share Lowell Holly, the uh, Audubon uh, reservation there. And that is a wonderful walk. And it offers swimming in a couple of really nice ponds. So I go with Lowell Holly. Hmm. Mashpee, anyone else? Who eats in Mashpee? Uh, you people eat at uh, Mashpee Common sometimes, right? Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mashpee Commons has some good food. Estia, Greek spot, Trevi, some uh, Mediterranean cuisine, I believe. I've, yeah. I've eaten at Siena, which is the Italian place in there next to the mm-hmm. movie theater. Pretty good. And Blue, the French restaurant. So it's like uh, travel around the world in the Mashpee All Commons. right, so we've accomplished some Mashpee. Now we're sure to stumble on Sandwich. Sandwich, a difficult town. Let's just skip right over it. We don't oh, have anything. My unless someone could speak up and say, Hmm. Craig, I thought you had some sandwich. <laughs> uh, you like a good sandwich. <laughs> you are. Uh, uh, heritage, heritage, heritage. The Heritage uh, uh, Museums and Gardens, an beautiful. excellent, beautiful spot to walk around. Definitely like 100 mu- acres. You must go once a summer. Definitely. They've got a waterfall, incredible the car- flowers. The carousel. Oh, man, that old-time I carousel. Love, I love the carousel. Which is nicely inside an air-conditioned building. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yep. it's part of your admission fee. I mean, the admission there is slightly expensive. It's probably a little south of 20 bucks for an adult, I'm going to guess. 18 maybe but you got the old cars and the round barn you can spend a whole day there yeah I've had a lot of good times there it's nice to find out when things are blooming Mm -hmm. I was at the rhododendron festival and that was the most sort of overload flower experience I've ever had that comes earlier in the season I believe that was sort of a a June event and they had that adventure park there too which my kids love yeah. I'm kind of scared of it as you're up in the trees walking on tight ropes harnessed in a very serious enterprise though so we love sandwich for me and sandwich it's all about the food I got a couple of food places I've always wanted to try uh, Drunken Seal just opened up this uh, summer uh, Town Neck Beach former Horizons restaurant uh, there's that off the barbecue um Barbecue off, off the grid barbecue. Off, off the grid barbecue, yeah. Right, right. It's yeah, like a and, Caribbean and barbecue mm. joint. I have seen it in action. The ribs look amazing. The guy was squirting apple cider on the ribs while he was cooking them, and the smell was just insane. Mm. And that's where that ice cream place is. I can't remember what it's called. Is it Polar Caves? No, it's Sandwich yeah, over Ice by Cream Sandwich. Freezer no, Road there, right? Yeah, wherever that is. We had ice cream there. It was quite delicious. I wish I knew the name. Uh, but I can't remember Sandwich, a town of wonders. Mm-hmm. We move on to Barnstool, the biggest town on Cape Cod, a giant town. 
a huge town, a big paper bag full of surprises, uh, <laughs> and excellent things to do. Now, Mung, you live in Barnstable. This is your territory. I do, and you must uh, go to this beach in Barnstable if you can get there. If you don't have a sticker, go after hours after five. Is you got to go to Dallas's Beach in Osterville at least once a summer. Um, we did a, a, uh, a episode, a video episode once about the Cape's softest sand, and Dallas's was uh, was up there. So if you like really nice sand, Dallas's is the place to be. Plus, the great thing there is that fishing platform uh, mm-hmm. where you can get up and you can meet some crazy fisher people. I mean, they're they're always fun to talk to. They have a nice elevated platform. There's a breakwater there. The water is soft and gentle. We had an unfortunate unfortunate incident with Richard Dreyfus there, the actor, when he threatened to kill me. That's true. Yeah. Right. right. Threatened to kill right, you. Right. Right. He was appearing in some movie and he was practicing rowing and he was getting swept away. He'd never really done it before and uh, he saw us filming him. And he said something like, if you use that, I'll kill you. <gasps> so we did have an encounter with a celebrity there did at Dazza's Beach. Yeah. Of course we used oh, it. Oh, we used it. Oh, my it. God. You have he a target a, on your back. He was a lousy rower. Good job. <laughs> wow. But I'm sure he's forgiven us now. He's a wonderful man, and mm-hmm. uh, he's in Jaws. So we'll always remember Hooper, Dazza's Beach, and the beautiful town of Barnstable. Now let's move our mouths to Yarmouth. And Yarmouth <laughs> is a town that is a, is a town begins with a Y. Mm. It's on Cape Cod. Some people know about it. And I think when we were uh, in the bullpen before the show, we started talking about Gray's Beach. Beautiful. Yeah. It's a sort of a multifaceted entertainment area, which includes a nice beach. Make sure it's high tide. The boardwalk just reopened about three weeks ago after storm damage. It's a great boardwalk. And that is a great boardwalk. You know, I've seen people out there, you know, People bring in older relatives in wheelchairs, and it's accessible, and you can push them right down <laughs> a hundreds, hundreds of feet out into the, the beautiful water, above the water. The views are incredible, looking over towards Chapin Beach and Dennis. Uh, there are bathrooms, which is always nice. Free parking. It's a, all free. Isn't that playground. the best thing on the Cape? Uh, I would say Gray's the Beach F is... word? It's free is the best. Free, Because yes. a lot of things aren't. And a lot of times vacations are derailed by people having to just start throwing bucks out of their wallets right. and flashing their credit card around. It's always nice. And Gray's Beach is also the head of several trails that go through different terrain in the area. That's my favorite thing in Yarmouth. That's in Yarmouth Port off of Route 6A. Any other Yarmouth excitement out there? I think that my favorite mini golf is in Yarmouth, I believe. Is Pirate's Cove in Yarmouth? Because that's a good one. You, you better really, believe it. Oh, you right. really get your, the best yeah, thing that, there. There's there. shark it's, things, there's pirate things, difficult yeah, holes. It, it is yeah. always packed, too. What's it cost to play around there now? Is it expensive or uh, around it's ten bucks? Oh yeah, it's around ten bucks or a little more. Yeah, or that's a little worth less. it. I like I like a good mini golf yeah, course. Yeah, there's nothing that's more not disappointing than you know a bad course where everything's broken and you just feel like cheesy. You don't feel that cheesy here. You really feel like you're. You don't feel that cheesy. That's their new slogan. Pirate <laughs> uh, scope. No, it's a challenging I'm, course. Too. It is a very challenging. So, yeah, that's you, what you, I like. I like courses up. that aren't easy. Mm-hmm. That's when it comes to mini golf. So I can throw my tantrums, and I know it's been a really hard course and not just a regular one. We're all still throw a tantrum. We move on to the town of Dennis, home to Greg and his cats and his air conditioner and all sorts of Dennis-y excitement. Uh, and when you go through on the highway, the sign says entering Dennis. There you are. Home of me. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you're a Dennis Denizen. What do you do in Dennis? One of the things I love doing in the summertime, always, at least once, hopefully more, is I go to Captain Frosty's and I get self-serve ice cream cone. Ooh. Self-serve? Yes. What do you mean? You can help Soft your... serve. So- Sorry, I know. Soft serve. <laughs> yes, soft serve. Soft serve. Mm-hmm. It's just two flavors. 
vanilla and chocolate. Can't you get a twirl oh. though, like a mix? You know, oh, I wonder like if a twist. You, I wonder mm. if you can. Nowadays. I think science has advanced uh, <laughs> to allow the twist to be made from the machine. I, mean, yeah, but I like a nice maybe. simple vanilla or chocolate. I like Greg's well, vibe. Now, here. Wait, wait a second though. Don't you want to dip it in that chocolatey coating though? I mean, that's insane. No. Mm. No, Jimmy's. I don't like the hard like Jimmy's. Um, Jimmy's. 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 Yeah. Jimmy's. Okay. What are they? Oh, they're sprinkles. Or the multicolored mm-hmm. sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Jimmy's or rainbow sprinkle? Uh, would you get the chocolate ones chocolate. or the rainbow? Chocolate. Chocolate. Never. So vanilla ice cream, chocolate sprinkles, or chocolate and chocolate? Chocolate, chocolate. Man, it's delicious. He lives it's, on the edge. Oh, I love, love Captain Frosty. Love it's Captain Frosty. So basic, you know. These so these places like Captain Frosty's are like quintessential Cape Cod eating, like yeah. fried seafood shacks and stands. Is that a BYOB place, Greg? I always wondered about that. Mm. I've never actually eaten inside. Oh, it's nice in there. It's kind of woody and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not bad. I always get takeout. And it's not that expensive compared to some of these sort of it's not super fine restaurants of the world. It's not bad. It's not bad. Dennis may be, my, uh, may be my favorite town. I have no bucket, summer bucket list items there because I've already done it all. I spent an extreme amount of time in Dennis, and I've gone everywhere. From my favorite beaches in Mayflower to Chapin to Scargo Tower, Scargo Lake, Hokum Rock, West Dennis Beach. Been Spent a lot of time in Dennis. This guy loves Dennis. Mm-hmm. All right, He's we a all really love good salesman. Seriously. <laughs> I know, Mr. I should, Dennis. I work for Dennis. All right, so we move on to the town of Harwich, a curious town, a town we know nothing about. We'll never have any of our bucket list items in Harwich. Let's end the program right now. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> what, what, what? Greg's raising his hand down the other end of the room. Greg! What do you got? Hello! <laughs> <laughs> if you're into fried clams... And you love a fried clam plate. There's this place in Harwich on Route 28 called The Lanyard. It used to be The Land Ho. Hmm. Oh, Oh, so this is that new place that took over The Land Ho. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they have a really... The Land Ho had a great fried clam plate. I'm very picky about fried clams. They they just have to be Are you a strip guy or a whole belly guy? (sighs) A belly guy. To remove the belly is it's like an amputation. I mean, don't bother. Whoa. Whoa. Don't bother. Well, with a lot strip. of people like clam strips, Greg. They're so bored. They're, they're, they're people too. Oh, but <laughs> the belly is what, the reason why you're buying the clam, not the strip. Mm, he's a belly dancer. All that <laughs> junk from the bottom of the you know the the the, the, the bay and all, all all in the belly. It's really that sounds delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the way anyway, to go. If you're highly, Anyway, highly, highly recommend. That is nice. It's a really good plate. And Mung, you spent a lot of time in Harwich Port, haven't you? I mean, there's George's Pizza there. I'm a big, huge fan of George's Pizza. I had my first George's George's Pizza this summer, actually. What? It was a delicious sausage and like pepperoni slice, and it was just so good. I can't believe I hadn't eaten there in forever. Oh, their pizza is so good. Oh, man. George's is a destination. It's so old-fashioned looking. You know, it's it's right there on that main drag, and you're like, oh, it's George's. It's been that way since 1940. Serve me up a slice, George. Thank you. We love that. Harwich, any beach talk in Harwich? I don't think I've ever swum in Harwich. You haven't been to Bank Street Beach? That's that, probably one of their signature beaches to good, swim in. Good beach? You been there, Mom? I have. I have. Good Nantucket Sound water. Is the Lots water, of space. Water's getting too warm now, though. The water in the sound, sound is, is into like the low 70s. It's kind of oh, like Oh, I bet it's water. higher than that right now. It could now. be higher than that. What's so, wrong with warm? Yeah. I don't know if you get the crispness and the refreshness yeah. you seek. Yeah. You don't want to just go swimming in your bathtub. You want to go swimming in a place that sort of takes your temperature down and resets your sort of attitude. Mm. That's why I love the bay. Mm. All right. We love Harwich. Brewster. Anyone brooding about Brewster? Anyone have something? Uh, Brewster? Uh, 
Taryn, of course. You spent a lot of time in Brewster as the intern lives in Mashpee. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been to a Cape League game there, but that's about it. That's White Horse Field? White House Field? White something field? Yes. Whitecaps? That's their name. <laughs> All right. Well, so uh, Brewster, I will say that Nickerson State Park offers a lot of good times. Uh, of course. Uh, in Brewster. Um Restaurants uh, in Brewster. Uh, what's cool guapos? about Brewster is it's, it seems to be like the essence of like Route 6A. What a lot of people like to do in the summer is just, and another free activity, just kind of drive up and down 6A, look at the quaint little shops, antique shops. Savor cool. the traffic? <laughs> no, it doesn't get as bad as like 20A. And Brewster has like like little little cool plazas like the Lemon Tree, uh, I think it's called like the Lemon Tree or the Lemon Village Plaza on 6A in uh, in Brewster. It's got cool little shops like the, the Cook Shop and uh, just kind of a place to go in and check out some funky Cape Cod items that you can buy. Let's oh, just... All those, oh, I was just going to say, all those sea captains homes. Oh, they're, yeah. They're gorgeous. What about the punk horn? Let's talk a little punk horn, the strange frontier zone, 600 acres in Brewster. We what to, goes on in there? We used to walk in there a lot. You find there, junker cars, you hear stories about rum runners, you see sort of dilapidated there, shacks. There was a junk car in there for years. It's probably still there. But they have these wonderful trails in there. It's kind of spooky there, though. And the same thing at Nickerson. They have some really good paved, their bike trails, but you can walk them. And mm. it's really nice, particularly if you get off sort of the main drag. You know, you can sort of get away from people a little bit, you know, all the crazy bicyclists. Of course, there's the Herring Run in Brewster and Wing Island. We have to mention that. That's located behind the Cape Cod Museum of Natural History, another Brewster highlight. That's awesome one of adventure. my favorite walking trails. Mm-hmm. Although you can get caught by high tide, as we have before. Yeah, watch out. They have but, that weird solar clock out there in the island, one of those, like, stonehenge things. And it goes out to the bay. That is a beautiful walk. Spits you out to a pretty cool uh, Cape Cod Bay beach there. So, all right, we've got a lot going in Brewster. How about Chatham? Chatham is a town. It's located on Cape Cod. We've loved it for many years. It's known for, well, it's Tony's sort of uh, Main Street area. We know the Candy Manor is one of our favorite places. Can you sing the Candy Cane song, please, Mung? Oh, I took a lick of my peppermint stick, and it tasted oh so yummy. Goodness. (laughs) But now it's in my tummy or something like that. That is bravo, Mark. Bravo for remembering that. I probably botched that, but it's... No, that's the first two lines for sure. They make their own uh, candy canes in candy cane season. It's open all year. That is a definite highlight of Main Street in Chatham. Greg, you were holding your hand up with some Chatham stuff. Ooh, ooh. Um... (laughs) Welcome back. Cotter reference comes to the fun show. Thank you. Um, I mentioned this last week, but I'll reiterate it. The problem is you do need a kayak. Um, Stage Harbor is a really great place to kayak. I would recommend putting in at Mitchell River Bridge. There, you know, you can put in, and then you can sort of park along the side there. It's not like a lot, a lot of you know places there, but it's just a really cool place. There's a lot of boats. You can sort of you know tool around the boats, you know, and check them out. And if you catch it just right, the Stage Harbor, I think it's called Stage Harbor Yacht Club. The kids are out there, like in you know sailing. They're they're being taught how to sail. That's always fun. It's just a really nice. There's a lot going on there. I agree. A lot of natural wonders. I'll throw in the Monoma, the Monomoy National Wildlife Refuge. That is a spectacular trail that goes along a beach. You can look out and see the ocean. You can see the various breaks that have developed over the years. Uh, You can take a dip if you want to. Uh, Exquisite scenery there and free parking. They've got bathrooms. They even have a little gift shop. All part of your federal dollars being spent the right way. Taryn. 
<laughs> Hello, Taryn. I'm still here. What's going on? Nothing much. How you doing? It's hard for me. I haven't been to a lot of these things. Well, let's just take a jump then. I mean, I think there's uh, something here uh, that's lacking in your Cape Summer so far, which is winding down. It is. You got about a week or so left, right? And that's... uh, Yeah. Next week will be my last show. All right, so. If there's one oh. thing, so don't listen after next week. If there's much. one thing on your bucket <laughs> list, your Cape Cod bucket list, uh, what would you do? We all know that I still have to go to Provincetown. Oh, oh it's a must, man! I know. Can you get just, up there? Do you think you can get oh, up there? Oh, I could definitely do it. It's just I gotta, I gotta shell out the money for the parking. It's just so annoying. I hate not being able to just. <laughs> I know, park somewhere. I know a couple free parking spots, and I guess I'll tell you, but you can't tell anybody like these two guys because okay. they'll use them. So it's we'll like talk a, about this later. There's a couple <laughs> streets where you can get lucky on if you're just incredibly lucky, but it, you know. If you persevere, it's possible. Mm-hmm. And that'll save you 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. All right, so Taryn's got to get to Provincetown. Someone, please, right. get the interns together. I know, I will. And the mystery machine. Mm-hmm. And get on up there. And then like a Scooby-Doo sort of excitement. Then get up there and do the intern thing like you did at the fair. Okay. <laughs> all right, so we got to keep moving here. This show is rapidly evaporating as we try to hit all these towns. Oh this God. is an insane idea. <laughs> Who thought of this? How many, how many do guilty. we have left? Oh, yeah, my God. Towns towns have left? Uh, there's Speed like 40 the towns list. on Cape Cod. There's... there's <laughs> There's Houndville and Sprecky Town and Munsterville. We haven't even talked about any of those towns. Oh, no. Little Oyster Big Town and all those things. Okay. There's all these towns we, we, we might have to do about. a super speed round for the lower, right, ca- here lower cape. There. All right, here okay. we go with Orleans. Orleans. What are we going to do in Orleans? I like the knack. Knack is huge. Great burgers at the Knack. Maybe the best burgers on Cape Cod. I would say definitely the best fries. Mm. And onion rings are right up there, too. If you like shakes... Right there. People line up there all night long. That has mm-hmm. been a success since it started. It's just so charming. It's retro and modern at the same time. It's uh, deeply outside. delicious. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, you, uh, you obviously have to go to the Hot Chocolate Sparrow uh, for some good, uh, delicious drinks. If you go there, try the official drink of my summer, which is the vanilla spritzer. It's a little vanilla syrup in some carbonated water. Some ice all swished up, and it is so dang refreshing. The vanilla spritzer at the chocolate sparrow. And, I'll throw that in. And, and their chocolate is delicious. Mm. Oh, no doubt about that. Mm. And, uh, I would also say visit the pump house, the surf shop, uh, one of the only places they sell my favorite bathing suit. Oh, the we Birdwell Bridges. We've talked about that. Mm. The no chafing. We haven't talked enough chafing lately. Is that oh, the Speedo? Yeah. The Cape Cod chafing. Yeah, it's, it's the Speedo. It's got the Canadian flag on it with <laughs> the, the maple leaf in front. The and Speedo. When, no when people chafing. see me, they go, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. <laughs> All right, next down. <laughs> <laughs> we go on to East Ham. Oh, Canada. Oh, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking uh, about East what? Ham. Because what? in East Ham, oh. that's where Arnold's is. <laughs> Arnold's just voted number nine in the country of like the all time coastal living magazine clam shacks. Wow. So one of the great clam shacks in oh. the history of the world, Arnold. I've had some awesome fish and chips there. Just delicious. I have to agree. That is a professionally run enterprise. Uh, they've got a mini golf course now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got ice cream. Um, I'm partial to PJs in Wellfleet, but Arnold's is doing it right, and they've been doing it right for a long time, right on the bike trail, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I drive home, like seven out of ten cars in front of me are pulling in. To Arnold's to just get their Arnold's going on. Some of the biggest lines you ever see, but they move fast because mm. their system is so. There's a advanced. reason why they wait in line. It's so good. Mm. Oh man, I'm starving. Mm-hmm. You already had lunch, Monk. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
That's your traitorous to the show while the rest of us starve. <laughs> we move on to Wellfleet, uh, where I live, and oh man, it's all good in Wellfleet. The beachcomber, you got to go there once a summer. Almost fell in the other day, but luckily it didn't. It was briefly uh, closed at Cahoon Hollow after that deluge caused some erosion, but... Having a mudslide at the Beachcomber, I think that is summer in a glass. Oh yeah, they got some great shows. It's uh, it's, it's perfect, great, great location. You can dance barefoot around. It's Ooh. like you know the real real deal, uh, and that's just the start of it. All the beaches. If you don't have a sticker, you can go after hours. You can pay twenty bucks at Whitecrest, which is one of the great deals in beaches. Get there early. It's the vast sandy beauty that you think of. When you think about being out there on Cape Cod. Speaking about great deals, there's something in Wellfleet that I think is on a ton of Cape Codders and visitors' bucket lists. Just because it's kind of hard to get up there, but once you're there at the Wellfleet Drive-In, mm-hmm. what oh, is yeah. better on a summer yeah. night than going yeah. to a drive-in? You get two movies for the price of, of one, right? Yeah, and it's better this time of year because they start earlier. Like w- yeah. when it's... When it's uh, uh, light until 9.30, you watch a double feature and you come home and it's tomorrow. You know, it's time to go to work. <laughs> but now they start around, like, I don't know, probably before 8 o'clock. You can, that would be a great one to see the Megat. Oh, like yeah. a giant shark mm. on a giant screen mm-hmm. eating little people like french fries. Right. Wow. Oh, my God. And it's one of the last drive-ins left That's in true. the entire country. I mean, yeah, there are some left. That, but not is, on the Cape, it, either. It There's like four rarity. in Massachusetts, maybe, or something yeah, like yeah. that. So that is one mm. of the most fun it is things totally you can iconic. do. We zip up to Truro quickly. Quickly, we're running late. Uh, Truro. Um, definitely you want to catch a show they, uh, at the Payomet Center, which is an awesome venue. Nice tent outside. I saw Parsons Field there earlier this year. Would love to get up to another show. That is a, a beautiful place at the old North Truro Air Force Base. Truro is a spectacular town. Beautiful beaches. Uh, there's a seashore beach there ahead of the meadow you can go to. 15 bucks a day. That's what I think it is. Or is it 20 now? And that gorgeous is, lighthouse. Uh, that's right. Highland Light, Highland Light. up there in yep. a great golf course. If you want to play golf, hmm. the one course to play on Cape Cod is Highland Links. Old school, huge ocean views. It's like Pebble Beach for the working man. Not that expensive and a lovely place to go. We dip into P-Town now and everything happens in P-Town. Including carnivals coming up. What? That's right. It's coming up. It starts Saturday, and it runs. Uh, it runs through the whole week. So uh, it's next, my favorite week of the year. All sorts of things. There's drag bingo, which is one of my favorite things ever in front of the UU Church. Bingo. That's coming up like next Wednesday, as we're about to get to the end of this show. And then carnival parades on Thursday at three o'clock. One of the great parades of all time. Hey, we, we got to get out of here. It's Mardi Gras by the Sea theme this year. Oh, my God. Love Thanks, it. everyone. Thank you, Mung. Anytime. Thanks, Greg. You're welcome. Thanks, Darren. Yep, yep. Thanks to uh, Mr. McLeod for his music. We're going to go. See you. <laughs> Wait, why did you rush us out of the show? <laughs> well, I ran out of music. Oh, is that it? The oh, music I, is thought, I thought you were bored. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.